stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. Yeah, I love phrases. I love all kinds of phrases. I listen for them. How about this one? Now hear me out. Ooh, whatever follows that is not going to be good. Believe me. All right, hear me out. I'm going to lower you into the well by your ankles. No, 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 no. Hear me out. Hear me out. Steve here will be dousing you with gasoline as I... Will you hear me out? You going to hear me out? That's a funny guy. Kevin Nealon, uh, stand-up comedian, of course, star of small screen, big screen, a uh, number of years on Saturday Night Live, Emmy-nominated uh, writer on that program as well, of course, uh, former host of Weekend Update. He is going to be bringing his comedy to our fair city this weekend. Uh, exclusive concert presentation at the Laugh Shop at the Blackfoot Inn. More at laughshopcalgary.com. Kevin Nealon. Appearing this uh, Friday and Saturday and joins us on the line here this afternoon. Kevin Nealon, so great to have you with us here. Welcome to the program. Hey, thanks a lot. I, I've done I, so much. According to you, I've, I've been very busy. Well, you have been very busy. In fact, you, you've got a new show that you launched uh, through your YouTube channel, Hiking with Kevin. That's getting a lot of attention, a lot of buzz. Uh, tell us a bit about Hiking with Kevin, first of all. Well, thank you for mentioning that. It's it's really a, a fun project that I've been doing. I, I started about a year and a half ago. I just went on a hike with a friend of mine, uh, Matthew Modine. He's an actor. And um, I thought of a funny bit to kind of like pretend to interview him. We were both out of breath, you know. We, we couldn't <laughs> understand each other. And uh, and that was funny. And then on the way down the other side of the mountain, I asked him some more questions. Like, I said, did you ever turn down anything you regretted, like movie-wise? And he rolled his eyes, and he told me all the projects he's turned down. It was incredible. It was like Back to the Future, the Michael J. Fox role. He turned down the Tom Hanks role in Big, wow. and the Tom Cruise role in Top Gun, and Charlie Sheen's role in Wall Street. And uh, I thought, this is kind of fun, you know, finding out this information from these interesting people. So I, I started um, hiking with different friends and celebrities each week, and, um, and then, you know, put it on my Instagram and then Twitter, and then ultimately uh, created my own YouTube channel. Right, so the second season uh, has been posted this, uh, I guess, just within the past few weeks. Is it the whole second season now that's uploaded? No, it's There's more the to first, come? Um, I, think, I think the first four episodes started with Jack Black. Now, a lot of these, as you say, they, these are good friends of yours, but I, I get the sense that maybe some of them you don't know as well. So how does it come about that you, 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 know, you find these different celebrities uh, and, and get them to, to come on a hike with you? That's a good question, Mark. I've kind of gone through all my friends already <laughs> because I did about 30, 31 hikes the first season, and I and, and I had no end to it. I thought I should probably end the first season and take a hiatus and make some new friends to hike a second <laughs> season with, you know. So, um, But now I just call their publicists, and um, most of them know who I am, and um, they can look at the other hikes I've done, and they're, you know, they're on board. It's, it's really been pretty fascinating, but I could use a casting uh, agent. Yeah, um, it's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's interesting timing to be talking to you because I noticed the story last week where Arnold Schwarzenegger, in an interview with Men's Health magazine, expressed regret for using the phrase "girly men" to describe his political opponents back in 2004. He did on two separate occasions, which is strange because, of course, he he lifted it from you and Dana Carvey, who were making fun of him back with the Hans and Friends uh, routine. What, what did you make of that? Well, let me tell you something, my friend. You know, Arnold is Hans and Franz's cousin. So what is ours is his. 
<laughs> no, we thought it, we were flattered by it. You know, he was uh, he loved the Hans and Franz characters, and he was Did always, he? Uh, you know, mimicking us and you know playing it out and stuff. And uh, and yeah, he did use the girly man phrase a lot. It's not derogatory or anything. It's just kind of the you know silly Austrian uh, bodybuilders you know phrase for you know saying weakling, I guess. Now, is but, it true? Yeah, I guess at this point now it can be it can be um, um, you know misrepresenting. Because I had read that that Hans and Franz was like this close to, to becoming a movie, and that Arnold himself was going to appear in the movie. Is that true? Oh yeah, yeah. Arnold was co-producing it with us, and he was going to co-star in it uh, with us. He was on board, and uh, I co-wrote it with uh, Dana Carvey, Conan O'Brien. And um, and Robert Smigel, and we were uh, we were all over it. And what happened? And well, I think you know, big movie stars have a lot of projects lined up, and whatever fits into their schedule, they'll take, or whatever you know works with the the previous film they did. And I think he did a film, Last Action Hero, where he parodied himself a little right. bit. So this would be another one of those things. So I think that's why he kind of um, decided not to do it. So he kind of he backed out, and then it basically it kind of crumbled without him. Yeah, but it was a really great script. It was a musical. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny, yeah. Uh, well, I think it would have been great. I mean, obviously, that was at the time when they would seem to be churning out a lot of uh, SNL characters into movies. I, that might have been an obvious one. I think it would have been the best SNL movie out there, quite honestly. It could have been. It was so funny, yeah. Well, and, and yeah. those those characters. What is it about Hans and Franz? Again, I mean, you guys reunited. You did, I think, like some State Farm commercials a few years ago. Um, you know, people know those catchphrases even after all these years. Why do you think that that those two characters have resonated like that? Well, I think I think they're just simply funny guys. You know, I mean, when Dane and I were writing them, we couldn't stop laughing uh, <laughs> as we were, you know, you know, kind of riffing on them and improvising about how pathetic they are and how, um, you know, just um, defensive they are, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, if you think you could do this, then maybe you should, you know, reanalyze yourself, you know? <laughs> and, and, you know, <laughs> it's just totally... Um, and they were they were like losers. They were total losers. They never lifted <laughs> a weight in their life, you know? And they were just very defensive and uh, <laughs> weak-minded. You know, being a writer on that show, and of course we know you as one of the faces of the show and characters like that and doing the, the weekend update, but, you know, the behind-the-scenes side of it we don't see. And I, I would imagine that, I mean, there's the opportunity to write for yourself, but then you, you kind of, you're stretching yourself at both ends, aren't you? Trying to, you know, get into these characters and be ready for the live show, but you're, you're writing for, for everybody else too, aren't you? Um, not really. You're writing for yourself, basically, yeah. and you're adding other people into your sketches. Um, it, it was kind of a handful. I was doing Weekend Update for a couple of years on that show, and I was also writing sketches and being in other people's sketches. So it was like uh, an exercise in multitasking. Because when you joined the show, you, you and Dana go way back, right? And you basically, you guys came almost essentially together then, didn't you? Yeah, we we um, we were both stand-up comics in the clubs. I knew Dana from, you know, his, he lived up in San Francisco in that area. So, you know, and also he shared a, a house with me in the Hollywood Hills. He lived up at the garage when he was in So, yeah, we were, uh, we were buddies in that way. And we got on the show at the same time. 
and it's a big deal getting on the show. What, what is the significance of, of hosting Weekend Update for people on the show or who aspire to be on the show? I mean, once you joined, was that something you had your eye on, something you aspired to? Um, no, it was something that Lauren Michaels uh, had his eye on. He always thought I would be good for Weekend Update. And, uh, you know, no one does left. Uh, he put me in there for a while. And it's a, you know, it's a, it's a different kind of a thing. I was, you know, I was back to writing jokes again. You know, whereas before I had abandoned writing jokes and had to learn how to write sketches and characters. Because you started off as a stand-up, as you say. So as you're doing SNL and, and you're doing movies and all of that, did, did you kind of get away from stand-up? Um, I never stopped doing stand-up. I would continue to do stand-up on the week's off and during the hiatus time, you know. And it was um, it was always fulfilling. And Dana Carvey and Dennis Miller and I, we did a tour and, and after the first season on SNL. Uh, around the country, it's like a 35 city tour, and it was great. It's interesting these days, and there's so many different outlets for for comics, uh, especially with the internet. But I mean, you know, you come from the old school era where you had the Tonight Show with Johnny Carson, which I, I don't think there's there's anything comparable today as a platform for comedians. For you as a young guy coming up and and landing a spot on the Tonight Show with Johnny Carson, how big was that? I agree. There is nothing comparable. At least to me, there isn't. I mean, maybe to the newer comics that are out there now, doing like you know, Fallon or whatever Simmel is like that. But at the time, that was the only game in town. It was Johnny Carson's Tonight Show, and if you kind of did that show, that was like passing your bar exam as a lawyer. Yeah. It validated you as a comic, right? Yeah. And it was it was like the biggest thrill of my career, even more so than uh, Saturday Night Live or Weed or anything else doing movies, because that's I aspired to be a stand-up comic. And that is, um, you know, that that's that's what I wanted to be, and that that validated me. Yeah, I can imagine so. Now, um, you've been you've played Calgary before. You're, you're familiar with our city a little bit, I think, right? A little bit, yeah. Uh, we're having some very nice weather this week. I hope it holds up for you because a few weeks ago it was snowy and miserable and you wouldn't want it to be here. So, fingers crossed. That's what I heard. <laughs> I heard you guys got a lot of snow. We did, and, you know, and I didn't think it was going to go, but it's all it's all vanished. It's nice and pleasant and real autumn-like weather. Uh, hopefully it'll hold till the weekend. So what, what can folks expect this weekend? Well, you know, I'm, my act is always evolving, and I'm always trying to rediscover myself and my material and um and be different you know there's so many comics out there now that are are kind of like a cookie cutter you know and um and they're working people up to laugh but you know from the get-go i always wanted to be different than the other comics that's why you know like my favorite comedians were people like um um and kaufman steve martin mm-hmm. you know and um um Robert brooks because I think those those comedians really kind of took chances and risks, and so that's what I like doing. So um, you know, my, my stand-up is conversational. It's um, it's a little disarming. It sneaks up on you, I've been told. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, I'm I'm excited to be here. All right. Well, it's going to be fun. Uh, more, and I think there's still tickets available, more at LaughShopCalgary.com. Also, uh, much more at KevinNealand.com. Uh, Kevin, thanks so much for making some time for us here today. It's been great talking to you. Yeah, it was great talking to you too, Rob. Thanks for having me. All the best. Take care. There you go. That is Kevin Nealon, uh, host of Hiking with Kevin. Of course, uh, former uh, SNL Weekend Update host, nine years on SNL. Of course, uh, as a performer, characters like Hans and Franz, subliminal guy. Got to love that.
uh, was a writer as well, nominated for an Emmy Award. KevinNealon.com, but still some tickets available. He is uh, performing this Friday and Saturday, an exclusive concert presentation at the Laugh Shop, LaughShopCalgary.com. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.